Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living La Belle Vie. I am your host, Monday Young, international life and business coach. And today, I wanted to talk about a subject that seems to have concerned all of us at some stage in our life. And I don't know about you, but recently for me, time seems to feel like it's speeding up. And I want to talk about what it feels like when it when you feel like you're falling behind or you're behind the curve, as they say, where you find yourself comparing yourself to other people's lives that seem to be skyrocketing and advancing and, and people achieving all these things. And when you compare yourself in comparison, you feel that somehow you're behind for your age or, you know, for, for the time you've been in your career or for, you know, what you're living and doing in this moment. So, I really know a lot about this. I was someone, you know, one of the reasons why I became a life coach is because I have so much life experience. I've moved, you know, to to over four different countries. I've traveled to over 35 countries and I've changed professions quite successfully um, over that over that long period of time of traveling where I needed to adapt and adjust myself to be able to thrive wherever it is that I was going. But in those moments of transition, sometimes between one country and another, you can get that feeling that you are behind everyone else because you're you have to take the time to sort of reestablish your life and get stable before you can start jumping back into your goals. Now, for me, this feeling of feeling behind the curve started really early on. And that was, you know, right when I came out of high school and I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And it seemed like everyone else did. Everyone was going to university. Everyone had these huge major plans. And I was not at that place at all. And instead of going to university and wasting my parents' money and my time, I decided to join the military because I thought this would give me time, one, to give myself stable, to earn my own money, and secondly, to decide what I wanted to do with my life without sort of pretending that I knew what I wanted to do with my life. And when I made that decision, you know, it it really helped to relieve the pressure that everyone was putting on me at that point in my life to know what I wanted. And I can tell you, I spent a large majority of my time in my 20s having no idea what I wanted to do. But the beautiful thing about that was, is that it gave me the freedom to try whatever it is that I wanted to do. And what I learned during that period of my life is that there is no such thing as a curve. There is no such thing as being behind. You know, it is biological for us as human beings to compare ourselves to other people. It's just natural. I just think that we have to be conscious of how long we stay in that space. Now, if I would have compared my life to, let's say, Um, my peers at that time, 
it would have looked like I, you know, as far as society standards that I was behind. But if we look at it now, all the adventures I've had and all the different careers that I got to try and all those things that gave me the beautiful life that I have now living in the South of France, you know, with one house on the beach, one house in the countryside, doing work that I'm passionate about, helping people that it actually makes a difference in their life to be able to live the lives they want no matter where they are. I would not have been able to do that if I would have fixed myself on one idea or compared myself to someone else and kept trying to measure myself toward them. You know, our life is about experience and I'm not sure that experience can be uh, quantified and measured like material things. What is valuable, you know, to one life and is valuable to another can be quite different. And the meanings it brings to our life can also be so different. Um, I know people who went to university, knew exactly what they wanted to do, uh, you know, at that time. And then they got out and started doing that job or career and it turned out not to be at all what they wanted to do. But because they had taken all this time and sacrificed all this effort, they didn't feel that they had the right to change. You know, they are $80,000 in school debt and, you know, uh, their parents looking so forward to them being a doctor or a journalist or whatever profession they may have chosen. And because they comparing themselves to other people and what other people are doing. Some people can feel stuck that they don't have the freedom to make another choice because they feel like they would be starting, you know, all the way from square one. And what I want to say is that that is not true. Any life experience that you have puts you in front of anyone who doesn't have any experience at all. Just going out and trying things and applying yourself and testing your skills and developing yourself turns into a richness that can't be bought. So I don't know where the idea of a curve came from and how we got to the place of getting to where we feel like we're behind it. You know, there is no graph for, you know, you know, uh, a man or a woman at a certain age who was born in this place at this time where they should be in their life. You know, that curve is an imaginary measuring stick that we have made for ourselves about what we think our lives should look like. And unfortunately, this measuring stick, we've actually turned into a beating stick that normally demotivates us about actually achieving and doing the things that we really wanna be doing, then vice versa. Comparing ourselves to someone else with sort of envy in our heart or feeling like there's lack in our life um, is not necessarily going to give you the energy you need to get up and do the things that you really wish you were doing and achieving. So we really have to start to change that measuring stick to be something that creates, you know, self-love instead of self-defeat. I have to redefine success for my life that is going to promote me feeling good about myself. They say that every successful 
person failed probably, you know, over 10 times before they achieved what they wanted to achieve. And so often we are so afraid of failure, but failure is how we learn. We learn what not to do, which makes us better at what it is we should be doing. So when we're on this journey, just make sure that whatever measuring stick that you're putting your life up against, that it that it has that it is a measuring stick of self-love and not self-defeat. And if you are going to compare yourself to other people or you're looking into other people's lives, is to switch that perception from envy and and lack to something that is more about using that person's life to inspire you. Looking into the elements of their life to get the tools and to get the wisdom and to get the experience that they had to create the life that you are now looking at that you so much desire or wish you had or wish this is where you were. You know, in this, in our society, everything is reduced to, you know, 15 second reels or three minute YouTube videos or uh, just like this episode here, you know, a 15, 20 minute podcast. And it, and we can't see all the things that go behind what creates a successful life, business, marriage, children that, you know, most people who are successful at something spent a very long time perfecting that skill, learning how to do it well, failing at it, and then getting better at it. And then once they, you know, and through their perseverance, their consistency, they're willing to focus and to keep striving to thrive, that they are able to show us at that point, wow, look at this. Look at how great my body looks. Look at how great my hair is. Look at how wonderful the love of this person that I, that I, that I'm able to have because I'm in a good place in my life now. So I think when you're looking at other people's lives, instead of just looking at the snapshot, it's to go deeper to see what is behind that snapshot. Is it all illusions and mirrors, or is there a beautiful story of perseverance that you can use to inspire you to get to that same place, to create elements of what you see there that you would like in your life and don't use it to, to, to make you feel bad about yourself because your experience, the things that you've been through and the and how you persevere to bring into your life the things that you want is something that is going to inspire someone else once you get to your picture of success no matter at what point in your life you get there it will be something that someone else is going to be looking up to and if you can create that and talk about it and share you know, the part of your journey where you didn't know what you were doing, that you didn't know how you were going to get to where you wanted to go to, but that you weren't going to stop trying, that you were going to keep searching and keep practicing and keep, you know, perfecting what it is that you wanted to do and consistently take actions toward those things till you get to where you want to go. Your story of unknowing or of being behind will give someone who feels as though in the same place, the inspiration to keep going and achieving. 
we have to really think about there's always someone number one today and somebody else number one tomorrow. Life is always evolving and it's always changing and you're not going to always be exactly where you want to be in every single given moment of your life. You know, life has seasons just, you know, just like the earth. There are moments when the tide goes out and moments when the tide comes in. There, you know, there's spring, summer, fall, autumn, because sometimes we need time to to take, to stop, to regenerate, to um, think about what we want to produce in the spring and enjoy in the summer. But I cannot constantly be at the, I can't constantly be in summer. It's, that's just not how life works. And if I don't give myself time and space for reflection, for integrating the knowledge from the experiences I'm having in my life, um, to evaluate where I am and what I am and what I value now and, and what's right for me now in this moment that may not have been the same, you know, a year ago. And I have to allow myself the space to change and evolve and to grow in the place where I am. So ultimately I'm saying is that if, in, if at some point you're feeling that you're behind the curve is to understand that there is no curve. You've created the curve in your mind because you can move that line of achievement to any perception that you want. You can find someone who who has less than you, where you would seem ahead of them, or you can look to see someone who you feel is uh, more advanced than you for you to feel behind. It's all about perception. So what I would say is create a perception that supports you, that gives you the feeling that I'm in a stage of growth and evolution and change, just like every single human being. No one is at the top all the time, but what they, what our life does give us is experiences that we get to share with each other to help each other along the way to achieve the things that we would like to do and have and be in our life. So instead of focusing on what you don't have and where you aren't, focus on what you do have and where you are and what you can make the most out of in this present moment with what you have, with where you are, right now. What I recommend people to do is when you're feeling behind the curve is to really take an inventory of your life about what you feel as though you have experienced and move away from that measuring stick of achievement and think about where, what the experiences that you have had in your life now, what they've given you, what they taught you, what they taught you either what to do or what not to do. Both of those, those, that information is important. And sharing that information is important. Sharing information about what not to do is just as important as information of what you should do. And all that can add value to your life and to someone else's. We really have to get away from this feeling like 
life is a race. You know, I know that's what we were taught and that's the way most of us uh, are actually living our lives. But if we think about that in theory, life is a race. How exhausting is that? No one can race every day. There's a time for preparing, for training, for deciding how long and how fast you can run. You know, some people are sprinters and some people are marathon runners. We do not all have the same talents and we definitely don't have them all at the same time. So it is to make sure that you're not putting yourself in a rat race that you are looking at what qualities do I have that can bring into my life in this moment the things that I want and whose stories that I see can inspire me to create something not like theirs, but something as beautiful that fits my life for where I am right now. So I just want to thank everyone for listening and um, being with me here today. And I hope this topic and some of these thoughts and suggestions will help you look a little bit differently if you are feeling like you are behind the curve. It's just to know that you are exactly where it is that you are supposed to be. And whatever you are creating in your life is a value. You just have to find it for yourself. (laughs) 